Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connie, and I am so glad you're here. Today, I want to reflect on the year and the ways that I have seen God just really move and come through for me. And I believe that some of the things that I will share with you will be an encouragement to you and give you some Maybe some pointers on um, some ways that you can try and reflect on how the Lord has been working in your life. So I'm going to be 39 next Saturday, and I'm excited about it. I have long looked forward to turning 40, which will be next year. Now, let me explain the reason behind that, because I know that most people, that's not something that they are overly looking forward to. But I am like wine and cheese, people. I get better with age. (laughs) Literally, though, um, I have gotten better with age. Now, my physical body is having a little bit of trouble keeping up, but um, I am definitely in a better spot going into 39 than I was when I was 20 or when I was 18, or when I was 16. So I am so glad to be at this point in my journey. And every year around my birthday, I like to take some time and reflect. I like to reflect on what the Lord has done over, you know, the last 10 years, over my entire life, and over just the year that I have previously lived and that I'm going out of. So this year marks exactly nine years of my healing journey. And I can actually pinpoint when my personal healing journey started um, because something really monumental happened nine years ago, actually on my birthday. And that was a very serious and almost successful suicide attempt. And so I mark that as a starting point um, because that was the last time that I attempted suicide. And that is when my life started drastically changing for the better. But the better looked like worse darkness to begin with. But ultimately, that worse darkness, that terrible darkness, um, broke and gave way to little tiny beams of light through the most shattered piece of pottery. So the scripture that comes to my mind and that I want to use in this podcast as kind of a reflective tool is Jeremiah 30 uh, verses 12 and 13. And this is what it says. For thus says the Lord, your hurt is incurable and your wound is grievous. There is none to uphold your cause. There is no medicine for your wound and no healing for you. At first glance, this sounds extremely depressing. But this verse is an incredible testimony to the unlimited, amazing, miracle-working power of our God. So if you have a background that is any bit traumatic, you know that trauma doesn't just happen to you once. It's something that you end up carrying along with you for many, many years. And when trauma is so deep and it has left us so bruised and so battered, we can feel hopeless. And I don't have any 
uh, knowledge as to why the Lord spared my life um, nine years ago on my birthday. But I know that since then, my desire to know him and my resolve to do that, my resolve to know him has only grown. And I'm a different person. I'm still a broken person. I'm still a person that deals with my trauma, that deals with the effects of it, that deals with the different ways of processing and thinking that cause me certain amounts of grief or relational problems. But in that, I have seen God. It it says in Job, you know, that there's a time and I can't, I'm, the words are not coming to me perfectly, but it says that, you know, before I had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. And of course, Job is referring to the eyes of his heart being open to the God that before he he heard about him, he knew who he was, but through what he lost, through his trauma, Ultimately, he was brought to the point where he could see the Lord. He could see the Lord's goodness. He could see the Lord's sincerity. He could see the Lord's power and authority. And so this verse in Jeremiah, for thus says the Lord. So we hear that the Lord is saying this. And of course, he is saying it to the the children of Israel. But this, this verse is talking about a hurt and a wound, and it's incurable. It's grievous. There's none to uphold their cause. There's no human help. There's no medicine. So there's no medical help and there's no healing. There's, there's nothing that can be done for the state that the people are in right now. And that is how my life was. And maybe that's how your life is. Maybe you are in a place that is so broken and so destroyed that all you want is all that I wanted, and that is to die. That is a place of power. Because right there, when there's nothing else that anyone else can do, and you're so broken, there's God. And God can. And your question may be, well, then why would God let me go through what I went through? I don't know. And as I say different times, knowing, it wouldn't help you because knowing isn't, that's not what we should be going after. We shouldn't be going after why certain things happened as much as we should be going after the God that is with us in those times. We live in a fallen world, friends. Bad things are going to happen to us. It's it's part of what we chose in the garden. God is not at fault for the things that we go through. And thank God that he's there. Thank God that he's over those things. And thank God that that the things that happen to us don't have the last word. Our God does. And when we trust him with our incurable hurt, our grievous wounds, that nothing can be done to fix or to comfort or to bring any respite from, we have our God. And our God is the God that heals. And you may say, there's no healing for me. Nothing's worked. And maybe it hasn't. It didn't work for me either. It didn't work so much that I despaired of life. I woke up every day wanting to die. And I pursued death to stop my emotional pain. 
But in that emotional pain, God reached down and he did a miracle. He did a miracle. He sustained my life and he began to bring me out. He did things that are humanly impossible to do. He began making new connections in a broken brain. He began putting pieces of my shattered self back together. And he didn't do it in a in a senseless haphazard, let me put a little scotch glue here and some tape over here. No, he was the one that allowed the smashing of my life so that it could be rebuilt by him. And in the rebuilding that he did, I got to know my God. And although I wouldn't want to go back and go back through the things that I've experienced, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade the sorrow because in the sorrow, those tears that I cried, those nights when my heart was broken and waves and seas were spilled from my eyes, that watered the dead, dry ground of my soul. The Lord used the breaking to cause there to be a place for the remaking. And the remaking is the most incredible, beautiful, intricate puzzle that he has been putting back together. So this verse that says your hurt is incurable, your wound is grievous, there's no one to uphold your cause, there's no medicine for your wound, and there's no healing for you. Ah, but praise God because he can. And he will. He brings healing to our shattered minds. It looks different for each one of us. But when we trust our shattered lives into the hands of our awesome and tender and wonderful God, he does the most incredible, amazing, beautiful works in us and through us. All glory to God, right? All glory to God for the things that he has done. Is there anything too terrible or too wonderful for the for the Lord our God. That's a scripture verse. I don't know the reference off off the top of my head, but it's again it's in the Old Testament and it it just speaks to we lose the sense of how awesome he is. And not just awesome in in all of these wonderful things, but he is awesome in taking the terrible the unhealable parts of us, the the unlovable parts of us and making them bend to his will and bend to his plan and out of absolute dust and dirt grows the most beautiful gardens of life. So let this encourage you wherever you are at, you serve a God who can and a God who will. And not only he can and he will, but he desires to. God wants to walk intimately with you. He wants to be involved in your life. He wants to hold you and to comfort you and to put the pieces of your heart back together again in your broken and shattered and distorted mind. There is nothing that he cannot come into and make new. So whatever you're facing, have hope because there is hope. We serve a God that is limitless in power and authority and ability and tenderness and grace and mercy. And he created you and you are here. So that by definition means that you have an incredible purpose and you are loved by the savior of the universe who is all encompassing and big and over everything, but at the same time, so dadgum involved with your life and so interested in the things that interest you and 
cares about the things that make you hurt. Be sure to share this podcast with your family and friends. Drop me a comment why you love the show. Um, I need encouragement too, and it greatly helps to get the podcast out to other people that need to hear the message of hope that Jesus has to offer. Um, Be sure that if you have an event that you would like me to come and speak at, that you send an email to can'tgetmedownwithyourbrown at gmail.com. I am taking speaking uh, email inquiries there. And guys, I appreciate you and I will see you next time.